Do babies have a natural instinct to sleep? Getting a better understanding of what my partner needed and what my children really needed, that's made a huge difference. Yes, yeah. otherwise I can get a little bit overwhelmed. <laughs> yeah, I think lots of parents can relate to yeah. that. You're listening to Kindling Conversation with Siobhan Hunt. Ask any of my housemates from my 20s. I was an absolute slob. My clothes lay on the floor, dirty cups littered every surface of my room. Having a tidy home was not one of my priorities. Fast forward to today, however, and it is my most fervent, unattainable wish to have a clean and uncluttered home. And I do try my best to keep everything in order, but it's always getting away from me. That's why I've invited Anita Burgess, professional organiser at Maison Plus and mum of two they just happen to be the same age as my kids, four and six, to give me some tips on getting the chaos out of my house. Hi, Anita. How are you? Hi, Siobhan. How are you? You do know that I actually don't think this is possible, right? It absolutely is. I know it <laughs> seems impossible and our priorities have definitely changed since our 20s, but it is possible. So I have I've written about this before that um, because it was so hard to keep the general vicinity of our house. And we live in a two-bedroom apartment, so it's not like we've got stacks of space so to I. worry about. Yes. Right? <laughs> uh, but the only thing that I could keep tidy was my room. So yes. that was the, my one place of sanctuary. And I have been okay with that for a while. But as my kids have gotten older, gotten more toys, their clothes are a bit out of control – I have, I've just had enough. I'm like, I have to do something about it's this. It's like they're clutter breeds. It yes. starts breeding. Like yes. the children, you bred children. <laughs> the, yes, I understand. Yes. Only they're like rabbits. Their <laughs> rubbish is like rabbits. It's I was true. just an older woman. <laughs> <That's right>. um, <laughs> so beside my own kind of uh, frustration yes. with the state of my home, what are the benefits of decluttering for a family when you have young kids? Because often, you know, we kind of feel like of all things that I have to worry about, why do I have to worry about decluttering? Yeah. Well, I think it's some really important points because first of all is time. So the benefit of decluttering is that it eventually it gives you time. So instead of, you know, statistically, we look for things about an hour and a half a day which means 10 minutes looking for keys, 10 minutes looking for the kids' shoes, 10 minutes looking for the library book that was supposed to be back today. So all <laughs> those my ten, house this morning? <laughs> so all these little 10-minute slots throughout the day add up to about an hour and a half of our day looking for things. So when you have less things around, decluttering, and you are organised, you then gain time, which for me is the most precious thing we have. Besides our health, time is what we have. Second of all, it reduces your anxiety levels. So looking at every time opening up that pantry and not being able to find things and then or seeing that you've bought things twice and then you find it a week later, that makes us frustrated and it makes us anxious. So relieving that just is so beneficial to us as a mum, but also to our unit as a family. So it really, I mean, the benefits, it's just, it's unbelievable. It's life-changing. It really is life-changing. I haven't read Murray Kondo's book, but I have heard some of the things that she says about decluttering. Yes. Like it's almost like a spiritual thing for her. Yes. 
there's just something about space, isn't there? There really is. And you know what? And Marie Kondo actually wrote that book before she had children. And interestingly enough, her next book is going to be a bit different because now there's <laughs> children in the mix. So, But the most important thing is really about it is that we want our space, our lives, to bring us as much joy as possible, you know. And if something isn't working for you, you should change it. Why is it important for the tidy parent yes. to get buy-in from their family? And I say the tidy parent because yeah. I'm assuming many families are like my own where I care about the house being tidy. Yes. Nobody else does. So my daughter actually said to me, Mummy, why, do why does it need to be tidy? Why do you have to tidy up all the time? I'm not quite sure how I responded to that, just that I like it being tidy. But why do we need to get their buy-in when it's not as important to them? I don't, well, obviously, they don't understand exactly why, because in the essence, it's like we are running the house. I mean, for us, it's really, we're the one looking for that library book. They, they are just kind of... Waiting for us yeah, to Yeah, or just like them. wallowing around in the lounge room, kind of, I can't find it, you know. <laughs> we're the ones actually doing the searching. To get everyone to buy in, I think we need to give them ownership of what we're doing within the home when we're decluttering. So as in, you don't have to get kids to be part of it. I don't believe that works in that sense, as in like... Phew. Yeah, they'll, they'll just want to keep everything really. I think it's important for them to know what donation is. My kids are really, really into that, um, that they know it's not being thrown away, that I'm actually donating things. Um, and when you setting, when you do set up the system at home of being organised and having a place for every everything, so when the kids come up home, they know their school bag goes here, they know their school, you know, their school shoes go in a different place, the library books have a library book section, so on that day when they have to be returned, we know where it is. It's not mixed in with all the rest of our books at home. When you show them the system and you take them through it like step by step, we're, we're giving them the power of knowledge. So we're not just expecting them to know where it is. So I think taking them through the system when we've done it, is I think that's what helps them take ownership of it and get on board with us when we're doing it. And part of that, I think, as well, is that we just assume that they won't do it. But Yes, that's you're absolutely right with that. You're absolutely right because we... Well, I mean, they don't have good track records, do they, for us? <laughs> Let's be honest. So when we, like, you know, when we're talking about the other person in the house, whether it be your husband, your partner, whoever it may be, they would rather not do anything at all than do something wrong. Right. So if we're not giving them the knowledge and power to know what we want from them, they're not going to do it at all. They'd rather say, nah, not doing it, than put the socks in the wrong area, you know? So I think you're absolutely right with that. Which they will do. Yes. <laughs> not if we show them how. <laughs> Anita, I actually drew pictures on my kids' drawers so they would know where socks and undies, etc., went. Yes. And my husband still put them in the wrong place. Yes, he, yeah, I've got a name for those type of people. No, I won't say it. Hopefully, you won't listen to this no. one. <laughs> You're listening to Kindling Conversation. I'm speaking with Anita Burgess. She's a professional organizer at Maison Plus, and we're talking about how to declutter your home. Basically, because it's one of my bugbears, I know a lot of parents feel the same way, particularly about their kids' rooms. And we're just getting some tips from Anita in terms of how we can uh, get our family on board. Anita was just talking about giving them ownership of certain things and teaching them basically where things go and making it clear and, I guess, easy for them to do those things. 
how do you make it stick, Anita? Because I've had lots of great ideas about things I wanted my children to do, and it's maybe gone well for about a week, and then it's it sort of starts to slide. It's interesting because I'll talk. I'd love to talk to you more about why it also ha- why you feel it's it slid off and it was powerful at the beginning. But I do believe that we have to always. I mean, that's why I'm in business in that sense is because you know if we're dealing with a four year old, we have to make sure that we're doing things at the right height for them. Um, you know, six years old toddler. You know. Toddler toys, if we keep toddler toys on the bottom level, it's going to be looked after better than if we put it on a top level, you know, of something. Um, It's harder for everyone to get involved. So we have to take those things into consideration. Labeling is a big part of it, whether with pictures. And actually, I really like... um, now do it as much as I can do with words. I mean, like even at two or three, start using letters. Um, it, it's really good for the kids to see, to be able to start, you know, reading per se, that it doesn't only have to be a picture of a Lego piece or whatever. Um, Labelling is a big thing on keeping things in, in order and um, keeping things stick. Do you have a nice way of labelling? There's also, just... there's all different. Look, you know what? I just stick to the black and white labeler. But also, you know, like you said, you were doing the diagrams and all, and everything like that. Drawing, I'm very impressed with the drawing. I've never <laughs> drew a sock before. <laughs> Maybe that's your problem is that it doesn't look like a sock. You might have a point there. You might have a point <laughs> But, I mean, there. usually a good idea is go on Google, you know, t- you know, you can usually get those, you know, imagery or whatever, um, print it out, um, laminate it, um, you know, stick it on with a bulldog clip or something. It depends what your storage is or whatever. But, you know what, it's pretty easy. It's pretty easy to find a way to label. I think you've already covered this, mm. but one of the key frustrations in my life is that I feel like this principle of everything has its place yes. is one of the easiest concepts for humankind to embrace, mm-hmm. but it seems like the most difficult one for every member in my family. And you know what I think, and I think your concept, is, I, I think it is easy once everything has its place, but I will tell you, I think the biggest issue in families' homes is that there are too many places for the same thing. So as in, say, for example, let's talk about something simple like children's, like your daughter's elastics. I'm sure you have three or four different places in your home that it is. No, because I am very anal, you oh, see. Oh, so you are I having probably, one space. Yes, Because sometimes it will be a bathroom drawer, also a drunk drawer, oh, and also no. a little thing on her shelf. It can be. So that's when yes. I kind of say to people, if you've got one place for one thing, it's better than to have, you know, for upstairs we put it up here or for downstairs we do it here. So that's that's what I find. So what are you finding exactly that they're just not listing? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Okay, so I'm coming in. Yeah, yeah, you come in. You take control. Because I I will do things like um, when, when I do a tidy. Let's mm-hmm. just take their toy room, for example. Yes. And um, just so the listeners know, I did send a photo of my to- toy room to Anita. And um, even she was shocked, I think. Basically, I have cleaned that toy room probably in the time we've been in that space, probably about five to six times. And yes. each time I have a bucket for the small toys, a bigger bucket for the large toys, a place for the arts and crafts. Mm-hmm. Everything has its home and then, and my son has a place for his cars and everything is beautifully done. And I will come out and I'll say, now guys, have a look at what mummy's done. This is where they all belong. Yes. Maybe I haven't done it as clearly to them as I could have. But then Things just get thrown in different places. And in particular, my partner will do that when he's going through and trying to tidy. He'll just go, oh, that goes in there and there and there. I'm like, no. So I also think it needs to be consistently done every day. Like as in my kids have to tidy up at the end of every day. I mean, they don't want to go sit in their bedroom. They'll bring stuff into the lounge room. But they know there's a very... 
they know mummy has this thing that at night, if they go to bed and toys are on the floor and not put away in their spot, mummy comes out with the garbage bag. Oh, I love it. Have you actually ever yes. followed through? Yes. You have? Yes. Took once. It only took once. Wow. And my daughter's the hardest because she's four and she loves her dollies and she sets up a whole, you know. Tea party. Tea party behind the couch. It's all happening with clothes and beds. It's, she can be there for an hour. But she knows at the end of every night it has to be, because she does want to be in that, that space where everyone is. She doesn't want to be doing that really in her room yet. Um, I'm really quite strict with that. And I think we have, as much as we are strict on things that we, you know, how much TV time or how much, um, you know, how much chocolate we give them or how many lollies, you know, we're quite on top of that. But I think we kind of let things go maybe and we just expect them to do it. They're still little people. They weren't taught this. They're not taught it at school, whereas in Japan they are now being taught how to organise themselves from an early from an early age. I think it's something that we really should bring to the table. And a lot of us weren't taught it. And that's what I hear from a lot of mums and whatever, or clients at my, at my my age, 40 plus, is that some of them just weren't taught and you're kind of like, what do I do? And we accumulate so much more in our generation than our parents because now things, it's called fast fashion. So the Kmart's, the this, all this, it's $5, $10, $5, $10, whereas our parents, you know, to, it was $50 items that lasted a much longer time. The seasons didn't change as fast. We weren't going out and buying as fast as we do, you know, as fast as, uh, so we buy things faster than our parents, you know. So we have to teach our children. We do. We have to get on top of them now, I think, at this age. I have to bring in here that my producer on the show, Elise Cooper, has taught me, so she's younger than me. Yes. But she's taught me that when she was a kid, her mum made her do a tidy walk. Which meant you had to walk through the home and I guess pick up stuff that belonged to you. Yes. And I did try that with my kids. And there was something about calling it a tidy walk as well. It was a little bit fun. Yes. And I was like, you've got to go. I love that. Yeah. But you have to, do you you with your kids, you were just mentioning your daughter's only four and so she's a bit young for some things. Do you ha- how do you make it fair between the children when one is older and more capable of doing things and the younger not quite so much? So my son's four. Yeah. His tidy walk was a little bit lopsided, shall we say. Yeah. <laughs> and the whole thing is I think they're just a little more like – if I mean, I wish people could see, but they do that kind of walk. I think, oh, really, mum? Do I really? Oh, my hands are sore, she tells yes. me the other day. I said, my hands, she said, you were fine a second ago when we were with that Lego, yeah. in that Play-Doh, those hands were working 100% fine. So I think the thing is that we, um, like you said, you make it fun. And also, I, I've also learned to time it, I guess, better. As in, I'm not doing it the five minutes before they go to bed. You know, I let them have their play. They have their dinner. It's kind of between dinner and bath kind of thing. I'm like, guys, this is probably the best time that we start to put our stuff away. Um, And also, again, they have to know where it goes because if you make it easy for them, it's not such a chore. You know, so and and I try, I, I do try and keep also control. And like they do it at kindy or the daycares, is that they don't let them start another project or puzzle without putting the other way, one away first. So you have to be a bit on top of that as well. And I think it's only, a, I think it again, it's just trying it out for a week. Being on top of it for a week will then get get, get you off to a better start. Do you know what I mean? Just be consistently strong for a week on top of it. Yes, because the alternative, which is what happens to me, is yeah. that every month or so I. Had, 
myself and my partner will do a massive clean up of yes. the house that will take us, you know, a whole day or we'll st- we'll plan. Can I ask you, when you're saying a clean up, are you saying again just find a place for everything or you're actually removing stuff from your house at the same time? Depends if the children are there. If the children aren't there, we will remove stuff. And I think that's also a really big point is that mm. the more stuff we're giving to our kids and them having to put away, it's harder. It's like for us. That's why I say, you know, after I've done a wardrobe overhaul with a mum or whoever it may be, is that now that we've got you down to an amount that that you're happy with, now you have less washing to do, less folding to do. There's so many other things that come along with buying those extra things. And I think once you get down to it, place of peace with um, the amount of toys you have in your room, which I definitely found, but then you have to be strict with what comes in has to come out. So it's one in, one out, one in, one out. And my kids are really, and like birthday time, I know before a birthday comes up, I'm doing a declutter. I know because I'm getting 30 new toys, whether it's from grandparents or whatever it may be, you know that's what's going to happen. So, yeah, set yourself a good, um, you know, before the Christmas, before the holidays, all that kind of stuff, get stuff out. And I think that's what you're saying. You you spend a whole day. I think it's really important not just to concentrate on where am I going to put everything, the dolls and all this kind of stuff, is concentrate first on getting a whole lot out. I just have to get tougher, I think. Yeah, I'm going to help you. I'm coming in. I'm kind of coming in. (laughs) Anita, thank you so much for your time today. My pleasure. Thanks, Siobhan. That's Anita Burgess. She's a professional organiser at Maison Plus. And for more information about Anita and the work she does, she also does styling work for real estate. Head to our website. There'll be links there, kindling.com.au. You've been listening to Kindling Conversation. If you enjoyed it, there's plenty more where that came from. Find other stories and interviews at our website. Just head to kindling.com.au.